Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. Welcome to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Von Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind people that we send that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Um, and then we would also like to let everyone know that if you're a tribal member or a descendant or a county resident over the age of 18, you can call and make an appointment with Community Health to get vaccinated. So the number for that is 715-799-5430 or 715-799-5769. Welcome, Vaughn. Thanks, Sheena. Um, so can you go over the CDC guidelines that were released for fully vaccinated people? Yeah, so the CDC released some new guidelines this week, which are good news. Um, for individuals that are fully vaccinated. Now, fully vaccinated means um, you have at least two doses of the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine, and it's been two weeks, or you've gotten one dose of Johnson & Johnson, and it's two weeks past that initial vaccination. Now, some of the things they're talking about, these are are specifically guidelines for non-healthcare settings, so, you know, us running around in our everyday lives. Um, and they say that we can visit other fully vaccinated people indoors without masks or physical distancing. That, that's the big thing and what everyone is pretty excited about. Um, in addition to that, they also say uh, that you can visit with unvaccinated people from a single household who are low risk of severe COVID disease indoors without a mask or physical distancing. Um, so people low risk, um, obviously younger individuals, those without chronic health conditions or those who aren't immunocompromised. That's who they, they lump into that group usually. Um, they also say you can refrain from quarantine and testing following known exposure uh, if asymptomatic. So that's kind of a big thing too. Um, on, on the flip side, they say, however, you want to take precautions while you're in public um, and wear a well-fitted mask and physical distancing. So not much change as far as you know going out and, and doing activities. They'll say wear a mask and practice physical distancing um, when you're um, when you're going to visit unvaccinated individuals uh, that are at an increased risk for severe COVID. Again, the elderly, immunocompromised. Um, they also want you to wear a mask and maintain distance um, to other people uh, if uh, they're unvaccinated um, and they're going to be individuals from multiple households. Uh, that just limits the amount of exposure that, you know, could uh, take place at that gathering. And uh, they also want um, you to check on CDC and health department travel requirements if you're going to, you know, go out of state, go out of country. Uh, if you want, like, the full list of recommendations, we can put those in the, in the show notes for you. <clears throat> so you said that after two weeks, you're considered fully vaccinated. Correct. Two weeks after... After the second dose, two weeks after the second dose of a Moderna or Pfizer vaccine, Pfizer vaccine, or two weeks after one of the Johnson & Johnson vaccines, correct. 
So with these kind of more relaxed guidelines, um, is there a limit on the number of people that can be in a gathering? They're still calling small gatherings like 10 or less. Um, you know, they, they do say, you know, use your interpretation, be judicious about it, essentially. Um, you know, so just take that into consideration about who will be there in that small gathering. If, you know, there might be some slightly higher risk people, you might want to keep the group smaller. Um, if everyone is pretty healthy, young, and, you know, not at risk or low exposure risk, maybe you can have a few more. But 10 is kind of their go-to number for that. So is it now safe for fully vaccinated grandparents to visit their grandchildren without social distancing? It's definitely safer. Uh, safer is probably the, the, the best way to say it at this point because, you know, children, even though they don't experience the the virus as, you know, heavily as, as older individuals, they're still potential vectors for, you know, infecting, you know, their their older grandparents and stuff, even if they are fully vaccinated because as great as the vaccines are, they're not a 100% done deal for keeping you protected. So you're safer. Um, so um, you kind of touched on this, but do fully vaccinated people still have to quarantine themselves if they've been in close contact with someone who's confirmed to have COVID? You know, I've actually seen both um, both sides of it. Um, the the recommendations um, mentioned above say no, they don't have to to quarantine. Um, for precautions, though, on other recommendations, they are asking people to be quarantined until they can get tested and get test results back. Um, we are are definitely asking that if you have been contacted by a community health member warned of potential exposure and stuff, um, you know, we would like that. Um, we may change that in the future. Um, so we'll be updating you as, as far as how that goes as we move forward with our vaccination rollout. It's kind of related, but like kind of off topic, but I have off the cuff question. Go for it. Go for it. Those okay, are the best so, ones. <laughs> okay, so you have someone who's been exposed to COVID and they get tested. Okay. Are they, do they still have to isolate after they've been tested? It depends. So if they've been vaccinated, they don't worry as much about that. Um, if not, they'd still like them to stay isolated until test results are back and they can determine whether it's a positive or negative case. Um, so I, I hesitate to give a definitive answer on that one. Um, so I'm going to give a, it depends. <laughs> and I feel like all my off the cuff questions get that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That's the, that's the typical answer. <laughs> I was I was actually talking to my wife last night. I was like, "This is so challenging some days because you're you're seeing science in action right now, and science in motion isn't always pretty because there aren't always a lot of hard and fast answers to give people." So, sure, no, I understand. Okay, um, so how much of the community will have been vaccinated after this week? Uh, the last report I received said we'd given out three thousand six hundred doses or so, a little bit more than that. Um, and about a quarter of those have received their second dose already. So a lot of the individuals that were in, you know, the 1A group, all of our essential workers that were healthcare workers and um, EMS, most of them have received their second dose already. So those people are considered fully protected at this point. Um, and we're working on making sure everyone else in the community can get 
the vaccines as well. So can you talk about the wait list um, for spouses that information was sent out, I believe, yesterday? Yeah, we started the the wait list for spouses um, this week. Um, I'll just give you the highlights. Uh, If you're a MITW um, or county employee who has a spouse that would like to get vaccinated um, and live within a 20-minute radius of the clinic or over 18, um, you can call up the clinic at the numbers we provided earlier and you can get your spouse on a wait list. Um, they don't have to be tribally affiliated at all. Um, that's been a big question so far. Um, and so uh, you can email um, Ron Bowen um, at ronb at mtclinic.net. Um, he can help schedule that or you can give him a call on that number we gave him earlier. Um, what they're doing is they've found that when they're using the vials uh, vaccine, sometimes they have, and this is just manufacturing bugs and quirks, they'll have maybe enough for, you know, one, two, up to 11 extra doses sometimes. And so they'll take those extra doses and they'll call the people on the wait list and they say, hey, we got a dose if you want to come in and you can go in and, and be vaccinated. So will the guidelines for the tribe change as our population is reaching higher levels of vaccination? Yeah, yeah, uh, well, um, oh, hang on, can I go back really quick? One thing I forgot to mention. So um, ways or reasons you can't be vaccinated and stuff, if you've had any other type of vaccination in the last 14 days, shouldn't get the COVID vaccine. Also, if um, you've had COVID and um, you haven't been through at least 10 days of isolation, don't get the vaccine. If you've had COVID and been treated with convalescent plasma or monoclonal antibodies, you got to wait 90 days before vaccination. Um, And if you can't wait 15 to 30 minutes for monitoring afterwards, don't come because there is a waiting period and stuff that they have to make sure that you're not having any sort of reaction after administering it. And they also ask that um, you, you don't bring children to the vaccine clinic at this point. Has that that been an issue? People not wanting to wait? Um, yeah, some of them, some of them are just like, all right, I gotta go. I've got the vaccine. I've got to go. Um, and so (laughs) there, there have been some, some issues, not in our community, fortunately, but across the country, there have been, um, you know, allergic reactions to the vaccine. And so that's why the, the weight limit is there. And you're observed by members of EMS and, you know, the, the clinic to make sure you don't have any of those reactions. All right. Tribal guidelines. You were asking about that too. Yeah. Eventually, um, we're hoping once we reach that herd immunity level of 80 to 90% of the population being vaccinated, um, We'll, we hope to have a low enough case burden at that point to just open all of the offices to 100% capacity again. So that's something we're still watching. Is there anything else that you want to add before we uh, close out the, uh, the episode? You know what? Uh, we just want to encourage everyone to get vaccinated. If you have a friend or a loved one who's over the age of 18 and hasn't been vaccinated yet um, and falls into any of the like qualifying parameters, we recommend that you guys contact the clinic and get vaccinated or just walk in today um, and get vaccinated because it only keeps you and your family safer if you have that vaccination and those antibodies built up in your system. Um, vaccine, you know, when I got it, shoulder was a little sore. 
but that's way better than being laid up for like three weeks sick. Um, and it's way better than any sort of the internal scarring of your lungs that can occur um, with COVID that they've seen. And it's, it's pretty common. So we recommend getting vaccinated and staying safe. Thank you, Yvonne. Waiwanan for listening to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. We do weekly updates with Vaughn, and we welcome any community questions that you have regarding COVID-19, so please send those to us via email at podcast.mitw.org.